Well, we are so pleased to have you join us for Take 10. This follows each of our Caregiver SOS shows on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. I'm Ron Aaron, along with our co-host, Carol Zerniel, and we are joined as we are joined every Take 10 by Dr. Jamie Heisman, nationally known expert on not only addictions but caregiving, and we are pleased to have him with us here on Take 10. So, Jamie, Carol came up with a great topic for today's Take 10 and that is things that scare us, especially seniors, and uh, as I think the only one in the room who qualifies as a senior by definition, thank you very much, loss of memory would be number one, fear of dementia. So that's a, that one, uh, Dr. Sid O'Brien was talking, a fear of dementia has taken over all of the other fears to the top spot of things that we're really afraid of. So, Jamie, why are we so afraid of losing our memory? You know, it's an interesting topic because I have to admit um, it probably would be my fear as well. How about yours? Oh, absolutely. Every day I'm convinced that <laughs> Alzheimer's is starting today. Yeah, you know, and obviously we know the acronym, and hopefully our listeners keep this in their mind more than anything in the next 10 minutes and beyond, and that is the acronym for fear is false evidence appearing real. False evidence appearing real. I try hard to remember all of these little tidbits, and I don't always do it. Which well, means, which means what? Well, really, it means exactly what it says. <clears throat> it, it's it's really a conjecture. It's a leap of our sort of thought process that's going to the flavor of the day. I, the reason I think let's talk about dementia and the fear of it. It's so much in the news. It's so much all around us. Uh, it is um, obviously been told to us that certain uh, dementia, if you will, like Alzheimer's or Lewy body, and in the case just recently of Robin Williams, uh, that there's no treatable sort of, of um, routine for it. So why even find out? So it's, it's just out there. And for the first time in, 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 I'd say, American science, we don't really see, you know, the solutions ahead of us. We've been working on it, let's say the Alzheimer's Association, since 1986, and still, the same fears exist, and I think the same slow progress in finding a cure exists. But I think it's as much of, of, the, uh, of the news, of the media, of, of the movies, and the things around us that's, that's driving us as we feel insecure sometimes in our own life. Well, and the good news on this is there are things that we can do to hedge our bets. And, and recently, the getting exercise, though it's good for your heart, is good for your brain. Getting out and walking that, you know, 30 minutes a day, five times a week is really one of the best things that you can actually do for your brain, as well as getting enough sleep, because only when you're asleep do you clear out all the junk of the day. So that, you know, taking care of our physical health is a good way to at least hedge the bet. And you mentioned Dr. Sid O'Brien. He is? Sid O'Brien is the researcher who has uh, been working at finding treatment for Alzheimer's, as well as has developed a blood test, a simple blood test that identifies Alzheimer's with about 90% accuracy that we hope will be available in a primary care clinic near you sometime in the next couple of years. Well, Dr. Jamie, do do people want to know if they have it? I I know my dad, for example, who uh, had dementia early on, didn't want to go to the doctor, didn't want to have any kind of mental exam, didn't want to know. Well, I agree, and, and just to the, the past point where the Carol mentioned is that fear and anxiety, though, are daunting emotions that we often don't know what to do with it. Um, if it does catalyze transformation or if it catalyzes what Carol's talking about, prevention, or actually gets us in a routine of taking care of ourselves, 
then then there's a there's a healthy reason that you have fear. There's a healthy reason you have anxiety. It's just when it becomes so much, it becomes paralyzing. It, it really really um, becomes debilitating and, and not helpful. To your question, Ron, um, we've had shows about that, and and I fall on to, on the place somewhere in the middle. I mean, to be honest with you, as a professional. I would love to say to everybody that the sooner you know something, the better you can treat it, the more likely you can maybe have quality in your life and, and be able to have prolong the quality in your life. But you know, the flip side, again, to us is until a solution is seen or remedy is found or something that really gives us some sense of certainty that these tests are, are what we really need to do, I understand people's reticence. Number two on the list that uh, Carol has put together is, uh, another one that a whole lot of folks, uh, because it's on this list, they do fear it. Isolation, being alone. Loneliness. And one of the things you talk about, you know, it's don't isolate, don't isolate, don't isolate. And yet today, more people, the families are spread out. Um, we in America value our independence so much that we're bound and determined to pull ourselves up by our bootstraps and live alone and yet be isolated and lonely. Yeah, it's never been a time more prominent than now that we're almost reinforced for isolation. I mean, you know, 50, 60 years ago, and and actually up until probably the advent of the Internet, I'd say, we were pretty creative in finding ways to connect with neighbors and family members and go to join a bowling league and get out there. But we're actually being reinforced and stimulated, possibly in all the wrong ways, to isolate ourselves with technology, with social media, with the computer. And I think that we're seeing that and replacing these intimate connections for the illusion that this is a connection. And and truly, it's not a helpful one. I love the commercial that has the kids. You know, I've got 3,000 friends on Facebook, and they're texting away. And then it shows, it's a car commercial, and it shows the parents are actually out hiking with real people, and they've got, like, two likes on their page. Um, and, and, the, and the kids are like, I feel so sorry for my mom and dad. They don't have any friends. <laughs> yeah, and, and all the neurologists would say, you, that's a beautiful commercial. You're, you're saying I've seen it. And they, they're both stimulating different parts of the brain, are they not? I mean, one is like a, a ping-pong game or, or, let's say, a pinball deal where it's going off the neurons of the mind. And the other, when you see the parents, there's some sense of satisfaction in, in sitting with nature and walking through the trees and, and being free with the air. So I, I think that, that we really do have to get in front of, of all of this. Isolation is the cancer for the caregiver's soul. All right, put your memory back together. Think of Joel Gray, Cabaret, and... Money, 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 money. So we were we talked about that earlier in the show um, about how women don't plan or are not comfortable planning ahead in many times for their financial future, not comfortable with that. But boomers as a whole group haven't planned for any kind of savings, uh, and we're looking at a, a big bunch of debt when we look at our future. They've already spent their kids yeah, in here. That's right, everything. It's gone. Well, and that's pretty natural. Obviously, you know, my theory is that the boomers are going to, if if we thought that health care reform was necessary just to make Medicare solvent and to slow down costs, <clears throat> now with the boomers coming, we ain't seen nothing yet because we have never really gotten ahead of the boomers' mindset because what you're mentioning is 100% right. And, and, Ron, to your point, there's always been that, that level of sort of me, me, me and the narcissism of me. And um, and and also that me has also been one that's been a gratification in terms of chemistry of our bodies. So, you know, that's why we're more generation that, that likes the quick fix. 
All right, um, Dr. Jamie. Well, before, but let me just say the, the, I mean, the advice on that one is the same advice I said earlier. If you don't have any savings, get a financial planner. Even if you don't have a lot of money, get some help consolidating your debt. Make a plan. It's not too late. You know, it may be late, but you can do something about your financial And you can situation. call the AAA in places like that, right, Carol, to that's, actually get somebody. It's the area agency on aging. Right. So at eldercare.gov, go to eldercare.gov and find your local area agency on aging. You're listening to Take 10 on Caregiver SOS on air on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. I'm Ron Aaron, along with Carol Zernio. We've got time for <laughs> one last one. One and, more fear. And, and this is a powerful fear, death. Okay, Jamie, take it. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, it's yours. I, listen, I don't have... I have a problem taking it, obviously, but that is, I just got finished reading Dr. Uh, the, the American Medical Association was sanctioning or thinking about sanctioning Dr. Ezekiel Emanuel for stating in an article that he would prefer to, to probably live to 75 and then that would be okay with him. And they found that to be an ethical violation. Um, look, death has been something to, akin to our first thing, which is a fear driven also by not being in touch with yourself, not being balanced, not understanding that to appreciate the moment. I think death and a fear of death can be remedied through self-care, through mind, body, and spirit work. And, and so the, it's no longer a fear, but, but, uh, but it becomes a part of our, of our spiritual health. Well, Leo Buscalia, the old hugging guy, used to say that those who cried the loudest at death were the ones that didn't live, you know, to the fullest. So plan now. You know, make out, get out that list and uh, do something about it. Flat out of time. We're longer for a do-over here. Tomorrow I'm speaking about despair and integrity at the end of our lives. And to be frank with you, we've Jamie. got a shot. We're living longer. Watch we my lips. We have to stop right now. Thank you very much, Dr. Jamie Heisman and Carol Zerniel. I'm Ron Aaron. Take 10 on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, Andrea. Hey, so sweet.